Okay. In these podcasts, we are going to have the novels, which are going to be stories. This is going to be, uh, we're going to go back in time as the time of the radio. Back in the 40s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. And, uh, we're going to tell the story of the late 20th century going into the 21st century. How everything was kept together. <clears throat> Alright. So. We're going to go from here. Maybe you won't. Either way though. Maybe there'll be anything. That's all I hope. And so I will be your. Man. Who. Drives you there, the conductor of your railway, if you will, or the captain of the ship, but I'm not the change caboose. No, no, no. Although, if you're ready, we'll go with this first tale. And in this first tale, we start off with Edna. We start off. On uh, uh, hot, hot, hot summers, it's summers weekend that uh, all of us who were in the vicinity of 91 Fourth Street. Trying Georgia. Always was were then. We always had the never ending seven day a week work schedule. It said will not stop, will not stop. There was no such thing as the schedules that they have now. Uh shut down Sunday morning eight o'clock. Start back up Monday morning at nine? No. That did not happen. Well, ours was, uh, yeah, keep it running. Will not stop. Okay, so, now that we've addressed that, we'll just go from there. Okay. Okay, so, we are... We are in the city of Tryon, Georgia, but really, across the street is the airport. It used to be an airport. And the city there is Frogtown. And the mayor of Frogtown is Sammy the Bull, who also works with us at Mount Vernon Mills. A lot. Me, uh, me and my buddies, me and my buddies, friends who I met years ago, Buster, uh, uh, we had met years ago, and uh, 
Anyway, Boone did not ship bosses, and I'd have to take Sammy to his house because Sammy was a diabetic, and he would forget to bring his insulin. And we'd be cleaning it up, and he couldn't do it. And if you see someone that is a diabetic and they don't have their insulin, you know this. But so I'd do that, and we'd get go get it done, and we could uh we go get it done. We'd have everything started up, and we could hear the we got to hear the first shift crying every time. Okay, okay, this uh I'm the. After three weeks go by, it's on, uh, it's on Saturday night going into Sunday. I just uh, go ahead and drive Sammy the Bull home that morning, and uh, I'm with him in, in the middle of Frogtown. There, Georgia. And we see the farmer boys. And at 10.45 a.m. in the morning, we see the northern lights in Georgia. And we wake up summer at 11.30. Okay. So, I go home. And, uh... And there's this, uh, there's this, uh, tough guy fella, and, uh, this German John, and, and Buster's ex-wife, they tries to stay away from him, uh, they're starting, they're starting their feud with my family, for some reason, they're Texting my son, my nephew, and they're wanting to fight at the park. And we've got a cow pasture, and they're wanting to fight and try, and we're in a little fat. And uh, so they come over. They come over, and uh, I wasn't in a very good particular mood anyway, because I was going to have to get up anyway and get to start around and be ready to go to work and uh having to get up and deal with this situation that was happening at the moment had raised raised my heightened my senses mentally hulk get mad he smash right Okay, so, so, the T-Bone character and the German John, they both come in the house and they're smoking their cigarettes and drinking their, they're drinking their, they're drinking their slits by liquor, they're like, you know, they're, they're drinking trash. 
two dogs tell them to get out of the house and uh, smarts off something and uh, and I said I ain't got my shoes tied yet that was it my shoes ain't tied yet to get out my shoes ain't tied yet okay that's what I said and I walked out my wife sat there and uh the German John character in the Ross Camp. He's famous for being Rick Camp's son. Rick Camp played for the Atlanta Braves. And uh, his son was Rick Camp's son. Point blank. That's it. Okay. And he was, T-Bone was his friend, his protector. He wasn't this day. Okay, so... So on this day... They are interrupting... They are interrupting... Our Sunday... With... Her parents... We're with her parents... And, uh, Talladega weekend, uh, I watched the race with Larry, her father. I watched, uh, I watched NASCAR with him. And, uh, I see him, he, I see him grabbed his gun. He grabbed his gun and I tied my shoes. Then he grabbed his gun and I tied my shoes. So I walked out. I walked out then. I walked out then and uh, see uh, T-Bone. He was, uh, he was trying to fight whoever would fight him. And uh, D, a guy that, well, he's a friend. He, Wrestler was professional wrestler, and uh, okay. So, oh, oh, well, he bones and shows everybody how he's gonna do it. He's setting a good example for Seth and Robert, my son. He's out there and he, he gets himself off. Handful of Xanaxes in his mouth pop and his and his and his rock that rock that liquor and his rock that He says that. He said that. And uh, my father lost four in court that I was quicker than the bullets. And I don't know. I don't know, but I had his hair wrapped around my hands for a good uh, 45 minutes just hitting him.
just hit him and they was wanting to fight at the park. You know, those they was like the ones at school, you know. Hey, I'm scared. Oh yeah, I'll prove it, I'm scared. Yeah, they just they get do nothing. They just scared of it. Right me from taking my kids to school because they had to come over to my house and get that ass whooped. But you know, if I had to do it all over again. I'd do it again. Because, because Jet Tracy Maddox, this was a big missile. If I'd have got one more, I'd be blind. And that's what he said in court. Crying. Six foot four tall. 420 pounds of nothing but table weight. Table weight. I mean, he'd never lifted. He never even lifted his dick to pee. And from what uh, his ex-girlfriend, Brady White, said, he, he couldn't even see it. And that's a shoot. I should know. I am the shooter, James E. Bang, bang.